G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking punt free throw percentage, going deep dive into how to win your league, how to perfect the free throw percentage punt um, to win your draft. Let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Not a game, we talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard for human life. And he's going to Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Curry for three. Wow! Unbelievable. Making it rain in New York. We the North are now we the champions. Not the destination. G'day and welcome again to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by the Ball Boys. My name is Mitchell Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA. And as always, I'm joined with the co-host of the Ball Boys Podcast, Callum Mack. How you doing, man? Pretty good, my man. Um, as you know, I am the professional punt um, fantasy guru. So we're here today. We're going to go through some three throw percentages. Put, put a label on it. The, the punt guru. I like it. I like it. Lots of, <laughs> lots of uh, good advice coming towards you guys. And if you love some fantasy advice, if you want to win your league, go ahead and hit the like button. Hit the like button if you're listening on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. It would be very much appreciated. We are bringing you fantasy basketball advice all preseason long and into the season. Today, we are talking free throw percentage punt. We've already talked about the field goal percentage punts. That video is up on our channel and on your podcast as well. If you want a general punting guide video, it is also on our channel. You can check that out. Um on the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball YouTube channel. Let's talk about fantasy uh, uh, free throw percentage punting. Talk to me, Callum, about the advantages and why you would choose to punt free throw percentage of all the punting categories, um, in your opinion. Uh, I'd say if you're, look, if you're a beginner to punting, th- this is the one for you to start on because it's yes. very easy. It's yes. very easy to punt free throw. You know exactly the players you want. Um, in the first round, if you get your Giannis or your Luca, you can kind of pave the way from there. And it's, it is very, it, it's one of the easier things to do. Yeah, I agree. This is the first one that I think I tried. I think I went, yeah, let's go. It, it used to be Andre Drummond, DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard, all those sort of guys. Um, I remember I mistakenly, like the first or second year I was playing fantasy basketball, I didn't quite get the waiting um, um, scenario. So I think I drafted... I drafted Chris Paul in the first round, and then I, I backed it up with Dwight Howard in the second round, and um, and I was like, oh yeah, what he shoots like ninety percent, he shoots like sixty five percent, it'll average out to like eighty uh, percent. No, doesn't work that way at all. Uh, when <laughs> Dwight Howard's taking ten free throws a game, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's an it's a pretty obvious one. Like you said, you know the players that are going to be there, um, but I think it's still effective. I think just because it's easy doesn't mean that it's not an effective punt strategy. So, um, in fact, it's one of my favorite strategies for this year. I think there's a lot of value on the board with the punt free throw percentage category. Um, One of the reasons why I like it is because if you look at the first round, there's not a lot of players that suit this build, um, which usually means that you're going to go into your your league and you're going to be the only one or one of two people that is punting this category. If you draft Giannis, you're punting free throws. And even if you don't mean to punt free throws, you're punting free throws. Um, Luka, maybe maybe not. Some people might try to save their free throws with Luka Doncic on your team. But outside of that, really, 
there's no other player that really lends themselves to a punt free throw percentage build, uh, at least not with that player alone. So from that point of view, I think it is a, a good strategy for that reason. What are your thoughts there, Cal? Yeah, look, you could you could throw Rudy Gobert in that conversation, but I think Rudy's definitely more a second round pick. Yeah. So you're definitely right. If you get one of the, if you land on one of those guys, I think you can really pay the pathway. Well, one other thing as well, if you do find yourself in the day with you're the only guy getting the punt three throws, you're going to have a very very strong team. Yes. Um, so, and and if there is if that let's say you're on the other side of the coin there, um, you're at a, a, a field uh, draft day and you realize there's this one guy punting three throws. It might be in your interest to maybe try and steal someone because he's just going to keep getting all these steals that no one wants because it's really easy for other players to be a bit scared by bad three-throw players. So they do tend to fall for that very reason. Yep. Yeah, 100%. There's a lot of value that can be had um, throughout the entire draft, like early rounds, mid-rounds, late rounds. Um, there's a lot of value that, t- that can be had. Uh, again, like we spoke about on the field goal percentage punt, percentages. There's a infinite amount that they can be positive or negative. So if you have um, a Giannis who goes, you know, five of fifteen from the line, that really, really hurts your field goal percentage. If you're punting threes and you get a player that um, shoots zero of two threes, then you've only, you know, you've only missed out on two threes per game. Okay, it's not, it's not the same. So punting these uh, percentage categories is extremely effective because you're eliminating a lot of variance. So um, that's another reason why I like uh, punting either free throw percentage. It applies to free throws and field goal percentage like we spoke about on the last podcast. But let's get into the players who benefit the most. We've already talked about a couple, but you're going to see a lot of big men in this list. Um, Giannis and Senator Kumpo is the, the most impacted. Zion Williamson is another one. We talked about maybe first-round players. Zion could be one of them. Zion could be one of them if you just want to go heavy into that punt straight into the first round. I w- wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but it, it is an option. Um, Clint Capella, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons are all boosted by over 30% of their value when you switch off the, the free throw category. So um, lots of big guys there, Cal. Any other ones that you think that I might have missed out there? Um, yeah, well, a couple of rounds later, uh, De'Aaron Fox yes. is, a, is a great guard. He only shoots 72%. For, for a guard, it's pretty bad. Um, that's pretty good. Ben Simmons, uh, I think you might have actually touched yep. on him, but Ben Simmons as well. Uh, Thad Young in the later rounds. Yep. Um, and look, there's always heaps of bigs. LeBron James as well. Yes, he's that's he's a big one. notoriously never great. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James is a big one. Yeah, there's a, a Lonzo Ball, even LaMelo Ball, um, someone even like Luka Doncic, who we touched on as well, all poor free throw percentage shooters um, and drags their value down. So you switch that off. You don't have that negative. Their value is a lot higher in, in your build um, and, and like we said before, all the way through the draft, you've got players like uh, an Isaiah Stewart later in the draft, uh, Mason Plumley, um, Sabonis, all these big guys get a boost to their value. So um, lots and lots of value throughout the draft there. Um, okay, pairing free throw percentage punts with other categories. You've got your classic free throw percentage and threes, which I think is always the go-to. But what are some other ones that you might be able to be a bit more creative with, Cal, that you can pair free throw percentage punting with? Well, once again, with the three throws, you're going to be kind of big heavy. Yep. So like what are bigs lacking? You could say assists. Um, you could say steals. Uh, you could go down that avenue potentially as well. Um, but look, you, you're definitely going to have great rebounds. So that's never something you should consider. I will yep. maintain no. that. Or yes. Never. Don't even consider that. No. <laughs> don't consider punting field goal percentage and rebounds. Sorry, free throw percentage and rebounds or free throw percentage of blocks because you're going to have that in abundance. You're going to have lots of that. Uh, another one I want to also throw out there is punting free throw percentage and points because 
when you've got all those big guys, they're not, they're not always... I mean, some of them, yes, you can, especially with like your Giannis's and Zions and things like that, but your Ben Simmons, your Rudy Gobert's, um, Clint Capella's, they're not the biggest point scorers. So if you find yourself um, having a lot of those guys early, it's hard to come back in a category like that because all the big point scorers come off the board early. So it is something that maybe you can toggle into later and be flexible and turn to that if you find yourself low in points. It does lend itself well because you get a lot of good guys um, like a Robert Williams or something like that that you can draft later. That's got a lot of points but will give you good value in a lot of other areas. Um, so... Uh, that is a neat one. But the biggest one is free throw percentage in threes. So um, who are some big guys that when you toggle that off are, are the sort of the biggest beneficiaries? Uh, the free throws and the threes? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Giannis is the number one guy for that. Yeah. And that's why he's so good in this build. Ben Simmons, once yes. again. Um, Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella. Um, th- these guys, I-, I think we've named them before. They're, they're yeah. definitely a good fit. Yeah. yeah. Because, because those things are so linked together as soon as you do these guys these guys are sometimes nearly doubling in value because they don't contribute anything to either of those categories um, so you're just concentrating all your all your eggs into one basket so um, it is a really really good effective um, category to win um, those ones there so um, let's move on to we talk, we're going to talk about positional scarcity we talked about this again on the uh, field goal percentage punt podcast but Bit of the flip side. So obviously we've talked a lot about the bigs. There's a lot of centers. Rudy Gobert, Click and Pella, Sabonis, all these guys. Guards. You still need your guards. If you want to still be competitive in assists, if you still want to be competitive in steals, points, guards score a lot of points. Um, you need to get these type of guards that fit your build early. Okay, Lock them away and then get your value later. Um, so... What are some guards? I don't know. We've, we've talked about Ben Simmons. Um, Darren Fox is another one that we mentioned that I think fits this build very, very nicely. He's going to get you high assists, high steals, um, score you more than 25 points a game. Um, are there anyone else that we're sort of we're sort of missing from the guards' point of view? And, and what are your thoughts in terms of going early on a, on a guard uh, when you've got players like Clint Capella there who are ranked higher, but you still need to get those points? Um, let, me, let me have a look into the guards. So in terms of... Who gets a pretty good boost? I mean, look, you can still go to a Drew Holiday, Terry Rozier um, are still pretty good in this build. Um, your Kyrie Irving as well, um, because he does have pretty good field goal. He is pretty good as well. Um, but you still have to realize, even if players aren't particularly, if they're still there for the taking, you, you have to draft them. Um, yeah. Dejounte Murray as well is, is still good pretty one. good. I, I'd just be trying to get guards. It, of, of the big main three, you have your threes, your assists, and your points. And you really have to know exactly what you're going to punt. So if, if you decide, okay, I want to obviously stack a bit more assists, go out and, and get some more assists. And yep. maybe just don't worry about your, your three threes with your threes, for example. And that's when Dejounte Murray could be a great fit. Um, yeah. No, I totally agree. And and one thing, one common mistake I see with this punt in particular, probably more than any other punt out there, remember, you you only get one point for winning a category. You don't get more points if you like completely smash someone in rebounds. Like if you're if you're getting like three four hundred rebounds a week and your opponent's getting a hundred rebounds, you still only get one point. So there's no point just being so far and away the best rebounder in your league and not being good in assists, steals, points. Do you know what I mean? So 
get ahead in rebounds, be good in that category, but don't don't go absolutely crazy. Don't neglect your other categories because you've already locked that away. You've already got Giannis and Embiid and, and oh sorry, not Embiid, Giannis and Gobert and um, Clint Capella. You're set with rebounds. No one's going to top you with that. Get your assists, get your steals and all those other things. So that is something that I would uh, recommend, especially with this category, because um, if I just turn on the uh, the punt threes and free throw percentage on Basketball Monster, the top sort of five players, you've got Giannis at two, you've got Rudy Gobert at three, you've got Clint Capella at four, um, you know, all these big guys. Sabonis is there at nine. Um, Zion's at six. They all give you the same kind of thing. There are no guards there. So you, even if the player like a Ben Simmons is ranked lower back at 19, you might consider drafting him ahead of a Clint Capella just so you can get those assists locked in, even though they're ranked worse. That's exactly right. And maybe it could be something for points. Maybe it could be whatever category that is, you have to yep. go out and really get it yep. and just make sure you are locking in. Um, and that's why, look, even though three throws can be very easy, um, you, if you want to go for a double punt or the th- like three punt, you really have to know exactly what you're going to do in that third or fourth round. Yeah, 100%. There are, there are some traps with this one, uh, with this punt uh, build especially. So let's go on to um, talking about... Uh, the first three to four rounds and what we're going to be doing in terms of the players that we're targeting. So like I said before, in the first round, there's not too many players. We, we're talking about Giannis, obviously. He's the number one guy. Um, I would have him ranked second or third in your normal leagues. Um, you've got Luca, who I think should be a punt free throw percentage. Yes, he might improve in free throw percentage and not be that guy, but I don't think you can assume that going to drafts. You've also got Zion Williamson. Um, if I turn free throw percentage punting on, he moves up into being the... On last year's ranking, the 19th ranked player. Although this year, I think he's going to see an increase in his assists. I think he's going to see an increase in his points. It's his third year in the league. Um, and those points are very valuable. So he is someone that I might consider, if I really wanted to, picking at the end of the first round and just punting free throw percentage. Although then you've got to take another play out to, to pair with it. And it's a bit early to reach for someone like uh, a Rudy Gobert or LeBron James or someone like that. What are your thoughts about Zion Williamson in the first round as a punt free throw percentage option? I mean, I think it only do it if, if it's more the late first round. And yeah. um, I think it's okay. Otherwise there's better players to be had in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think just in, in total value as well, the field goal percentage seems to be the best way to go in terms of punting at the end of the first round. You've got players like Bradley Beal, Paul George, Jason Tatum, all those guys that are going to be there. Um, so I think in terms of maximizing your talents, maximizing your value, that's probably the better way to go. Um, but in saying that, that means that if you're one of those two teams that punts field goal percentage, uh, sorry, free throw percentage, you know, a player like Zion is going to come back around you in the second round, and you've got a first-round value player in your build on your team in the second round. So that's what makes this build um, quite quite good. Let's go on to the second round here. So we talked about Zion probably being there. Um, I know you said a few rounds later, but I'm, I'm at this point already looking at players like Ben Simmons, De'Aaron Fox here as well because I'm fairly confident that I'm going to be able to get rebounds and blocks later. I'm not confident that I'm going to be able to get a point guard that gives me good field goal percentage, a point guard that gives me those elite steals, assists, points as well. So I'm already in round two looking at, at those players there. Do you think that that's a bit early for them or are you happy with this build going going at this point? 
Um, I think I think players like a Le- LeBron James, um, because he still fits the build. He'd be above a De'Aaron Fox in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I think um, they're pretty similar to me personally. And then look, Rudy Gobert as well. I, I'd probably value Rudy Gobert a bit above De'Aaron, um, but. I, I just think Darren should fall to the third round or, or fourth round. So, um, yeah, it depends what opinion you have. I, if if it was me and I said, like, let's say I drafted Giannis at pick three, and it came back to me, and I let's say it's a twelve team uh, draft, so I'm at pick three. That means that I'd be drafting at pick. What would that be? Pick twenty two or, or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Sorry, pick twenty two. So, at that point in the draft, the players ahead of me are either Steph Curry, Jokic, or um, James Harden. I'm going to hedge my bets that they're not going to be drafting Rudy Gobert if he's available on the board. Because that would tank their free throws, right? They might, probably not still, but they're probably more likely to draft someone like Darren Fox. So for that reason, I'm going to be drafting Darren Fox and I'm going to hedge my bets to say that Rudy Gobert is going to be available on the way back. It is a gamble, but even if Rudy Gobert goes, I could get a Clint Capella. I can get... Uh, Robert Williams later. Um, all these other guys that do give me those stats. So that's that's my way of seeing it. Um, you could also go with someone like a Sabonis if you're looking after the assists. Sabonis gives you those assists from the center position. But again, that point guard eligibility to me is a little bit of a reason to bump him above that. Um, what are your thoughts on that sort of uh, line of thinking there, Carl? Um, like, no, actually I do, I do totally agree. Actually. Um, you convinced me. Well, well, one guy that just came to mind as well is, um, just because you do want the guards, you don't want to get the guards early. A, a Drew Holiday, I'd probably consider because of his steals can be very valuable. Yep. He gives you the six assists, five rebounds, um, can give you reasonable blocks for a guard as well. So he, he's one of those guys who doesn't really hurt you, but on the other hand, isn't amazing at, um, three throws anyway. Yep. Um, so once again, it's not like. You're, you're losing anything drastic. Yeah, and, and in this build, he's a top 20 player anyway. So it's not a reach for you to draft a Drew Holiday um, at this point uh, because, you know, if you're picking up pick 22 and Drew Holiday's on the board, well, there there you go. You've got a top 20 player. You've locked in some steals. You've locked in some assists. You've got some... Um, he's a good field goal percentage from the point guard position, which is important. Um, let's turn our attention to the third round. Um, now... Again, without having the ADP data, it is hard to know who is available at this point. We talked a little about Russell Westbrook on the uh, field goal percentage pod. Um, if he's available here, which I'm, I'm assuming in some drafts he might um, be available. He, he might not be as well. There is a lot of... It, it could go either way with Westbrook. Would you be drafting Westbrook here in a punt free throw percentage build, Cal? Yeah, if he, if he falls... Outside of the 30s, 30 mark, I'm, at that point, I'm probably going to start considering him. Um, if he falls down to like 50 or something, I think I think you really just have to take him. Yeah, I, I think he's a definite draft in the fourth round for me. I'm considering it depending on who's available in the um, third round. But for me, we, we talked a little bit off air. Um, I'm, I'm out on Westbrook this season. I'm worried about the fit with LeBron. I'm worried about his injury history. Um and the fact that he's a low field goal percentage player um, on this build, it's it's manageable because you're getting guys with like Giannis and Zion who can carry that field goal percentage. Um, so I'm not as worried about that in this build. But again, I just think that there's better players available. And especially if you're in this punt build with one or two other teams, you, there probably will still be some players that you could get around here, like a Clint Capella, a Christian Wood, even as another example that we haven't talked about. Um, and then maybe I can get Alonzo Ball or something like that later to get some more assists. 
But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a bit out on on Westbrook. I'll, look, I'll be a bit. I think I would, if there's any build Westbrook fits, it is this one. And it is this one. I yeah. think the biggest boost really is the assists, um, just because you really do want to try and search for that in in this build yeah. if, if you can, and and if he does slide to you in the third or the fourth round, you you probably do have to consider it. Yeah, no, I, and I would consider it. I would consider it more, especially if I didn't have a player like LeBron James on my team already. If I've got LeBron, I'm not taking Westbrook until the fourth round because I, I don't want to max. I don't want to have too many players on my team that are older and prone to restings and things like that. I, I want to make sure that I'm being careful to manage that uh, as I go along here. Um, in the fourth round, I also want to shout out players like Yusuf Nurkic. I think Nurkic is back in for a uh, bounce-back season compared to last year, and with the punt free-throw percentage, he is perfect uh, with this kind of a build here as well. Uh, anyone else you want to shout out in the fourth round, in the 40s, uh, late late 30s, um, 40s here, Cal? Um, yeah, one guy, because um, obviously Rudy Gobert can be a classic kind of second-round pick. You might want to boost a bit of points, and you consider maybe a Jalen Brown yep. at this point in time. He can like give you 25 points a game. And look, he's a bucket. He doesn't really hurt you too much anywhere else either. Gives you a bit of everything. So, Yeah, 100%. And, and those points are something you do have to keep in mind, especially if you do go early on a Rudy Gobert who doesn't score as many points compared to the players around him that are getting drafted. Uh, and that's where you have to make the decision. Okay, am I... Am I giving up on points and maybe going with uh, Capella and just consolidating that field percentage blocks rebounds? Or do I want to be competitive in points and I'm going to Jalen Brown who can get me 27, 26 points a night? So um, yes, definitely. I I personally would be drafting Jalen Brown earlier than this. I think he is in for a big season without um, Kemba. So if he's available in the fourth round, yeah, I I think that's a a massive win, especially on this, this build. All right. Well, that will do us there, guys. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any questions about punting strategy, uh, free throw percentage punting strategy, any fantasy tr- uh, questions in general, leave it in the comment. And again, hit us with that thumbs up. Thumbs up. That will help us out. Spread the word. Let everyone know about the fantasy good stuff that we're doing over here. If you're listening on YouTube, please make sure you're subscribing. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Follow us on Twitter at BallBoysNBA. And we will catch you next time with more fantasy videos. Laters. Laters.